you dumb, beautiful fucker. Who wants to be in America's slash fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 205 of the Y'all Gonna Hear It podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my three colossal co-hosts. Ah, it's Jonathan. Charging up a giant laser. Uh, uh, Whirlwind Wenzel. And today we'll be capping off our month full of kaiju content with the discussion of Legendary Pictures, MonsterVerse, Extended Universe, Extended Trilogy, of Godzilla films, we'll be discussing in turn Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla King of the Monsters today. Spoilers, a hundred percent. Yeah, if, if by some chance you haven't seen these and you, you want to go in as fresh as possible, I say back out now and come back once you got a chance to see all three of these movies, and then you'll be able to have a nice uh, listen and discussion with us as we break down everything that happened in these movies. Yeah. And I mean, the newest one is two years old, so if you haven't seen it, then that's on you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forget what the official moratorium for spoilers is now, but yeah, I think they've all expired for these. I don't believe in that stuff. Anything can be spoiled at any point. Even the Bible. Jesus dies. Fucking spoilers! What? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little stinker. Yeah, ain't he a stinker, folks? All right. Uh, kicking us off, we have our discussion with Godzilla 2014, directed by Garrett Edwards. With these, this really won't be like a like a, some of other movies, like a breakdown of the plot. This will be just more so like a general discussion of what happened in the film. Because these are all fairly recent, and by now most people have seen these. Yeah. So, um, we definitely have all watched these as a group before. But for our most recent viewings for the episode... What were y'all's feelings on it? Did anything change? Have y'all's feelings sort of stayed the same? But if not, just generally, what were your feelings about the movie before we get into a deeper discussion for them? I think I liked them all even more this time around, weirdly. I don't know what happened. I really enjoyed them a lot. I really love these big dudes. Just guys being dudes. guys. Big fellas. Big men slapping man meat. Uh, monster slapping monster meat. Monster meat. Especially Godzilla. I love Godzilla so much. Whenever uh, Godzilla does the big roar, I get chills and my eyes start to get watery. I just want to cry. It's, it's definitely Godzilla's not mind. just a force of the air blasting across his face, making his eyes water as a physical reaction to it. It might be. I don't know. For me, like I, I remember way back when I watched it in 2014, I was kind of underwhelmed by uh, this first Godzilla, I think in the intervening years and subsequent like viewings, I've come to appreciate it more. I'm still not like blown away by it, but I still but I appreciate its strengths now. Didn't quite appreciate back in the day. Yeah, nice. I like it all right. 
not like don't really have a lot of strong feelings about it. Like like you said, Pat, kind of underwhelmed with it. It it is what it is. You know the the big complaint is oh Godzilla's only in it for ten minutes. Blah blah blah. But, I think the official count was uh when I broke it down. He's in there for exactly twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Okay. And it takes uh I think he finally shows up at the hour mark. It takes an hour to get to your first like full fledged shot of Godzilla. Oh wow. And, and but like I don't know. Like, like like a sort of running theme with a lot of these kaiju movies, the human characters are not the strongest. That's not what you're here for. You're here to see big monsters do big monster shit. Exactly. And once it gets to the big monster shit, yeah, that, it's super fucking cool. And I love the design. Of, I love this design of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. He's super chunky, and I love how <laughs> he's a chunky boy. He is. And, and I I like the design of the uh, Mutos. Yeah. But like outside of that, I could probably go my entire life without seeing it, and not not that it's a bad movie, just doesn't doesn't have a lot of staying power for you. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'll probably forget the human story 100, percent but I will never forget the monster fights probably ever. Cause I'll even before this rewatch, I'll just remember uh, certain scenes and the big fights that. And it just makes me hype as hell, especially the... Godzilla's one brutal bitch. He just... The way he just opens up the Muto's mouth and gives <laughs> him a Frenchie is so good. <laughs> he baby robins him with his atomic breath. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fucking... And King of the Monsters, the way uh, Godzilla goes all out against uh, Ghidorah was absolutely insane. Yeah, and uh, we'll get to that one uh, in, in, in after a while, because that's definitely worth a larger conversation. And I'm yeah. so glad John has finally got to see King of the Monsters. I'm just like, fuck, I've been I've been just kind of trying to hold it back how fucking cool and hyped I was for King of the Monsters, but we'll get to that shortly. Uh, but with 2014, I do think the, the the strongest points is the actual monster fight. It is a shame that we get so little of it. I mean, of course, like we're all used to to this by now, just by watching all the you know all the shows that we've seen so far, and, and even the, and just sort of at this point in our fandom, like we kind of know that it's going to be human to monsters, like 70, 30 percent. Yeah. But this one's definitely pitched more to the human side. And people kind of criticize Kingdom Monsters for having an underdeveloped human story. But, like, to be honest, like, I thought it had a better human story than 2014. That's me. Yeah. I was. Uh, I thought that the human story in 2014 uh, was really forgettable. Other than Brian Cranston just going all out as a crazy man. I thought that was pretty nice. Until he dies. Yeah, until he dies pretty, like pretty early on. Like yeah, the first like, 20 minutes. Yeah, or so. first 20, 30 minutes. He's, uh, he... yeah. Also, it has the best human scene in these uh, three movies, in my opinion, which is the Halo jump. I love the Halo jump. <laughs> I, did, I did think it was funny how like people talk shit about Marvel being military propaganda when... Uh, I forget how much the military is involved in 2014. Like, it's... It's the most of the movie is through a soldier's POV. Yeah. yeah. And like I was doing doing a little research on it, the movie, how the they had just this very extensive rapport with the American military for the film. Like um they 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 went out of their way to make sure that the Navy would to have like a prominent portion in the film, even though they wouldn't be really 
that beneficial to everything. He's like, you're not going to do much, but we got to make sure you have a nice scene to camera. And apparently Gareth Edwards had a hard time juggling like the military contract or whatever they have with the films. Like, now we you got to make the military look good, even though they'll be largely useless in the scale of these giant monsters. <laughs> God. That was something that always bothered me about this movie was like, these monsters are the biggest they've ever been in the ki- in kaiju films ever, and the soldiers will still, I, I like they still write the soldiers as like shooting and firing at them, and I'm like that's that that's nothing. That's not gonna do anything. Why why try <laughs> other than may- maybe to distract? But like, and then also it makes it seem like uh, when the monsters are like like they'll eat them or whatever i'm like that's that's a crumb that's a crumb to them they eat radiation that's a crumb that's a that's a human crumb to them it's not going to do anything why why make it seem like they're hunt they're like they're de- devout like they're de- we're delicious like we're we're a meal for them we're not and like i did think another thing i thought was funny with regards to the military the movie is just how i, I know it's it's more so to reserve the the surprise of, of the reveal of the monsters but in order to do that, you have like these these moments where the military just looks like they're just blind idiots. Yeah. How like there's a the moment where like they find the submarine. Oh, the, the submarine with the nukes. So it went missing. They, they they just look up. There's a the submarine, and they look up further. There's the boy Muto, just like right in front of them, just like and they're just shot. Or when they get looking for more nukes, they miss the fact there's just a giant hole in the side of the mountain, and the, the girl Muto is lumbering towards Las Vegas, and they act like they didn't see it driving up to it. I mean, obviously, that's that's for the reveal. I get that, but like, it's funny when you think about it for a second. Yeah, it's something that could take you out of it. I do think there was some really cool shots in the film. Like, I like the atmosphere of like when they when Brian Cranston, Aaron Taylor Johnson are exploring the abandoned city in Japan. Mm-hmm. I really like that that aesthetic and that that view they had um, when Godzilla is first showing up in Hawaii. You see his like ridges poke out of the water and the, and the wave is just like pouring around from him. I thought that's a really impressive shot. And, and like it, if to me, it felt like a bit of a homage to, um, that there was a very famous scene in 1998 Godzilla film where his ridges pop out of the water. And he starts blowing through a, a pier. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that was a very, yeah. very famous shot from that film. Uh, when Godzilla first makes landfall and the soldiers shoot their flares up and the, and you see the the art, the very top of the art of the flares barely like crest like Godzilla's leg or something. And you just see his giant form like lumber into frame. Damn. Yeah. Uh, also, the the uh, airport scene where all those fucking planes are exploding everywhere. <laughs> that's pretty slick. Kaboom. Yeah, it's like a chain reaction and just one by one by one. Uh, I will say it felt like such a kick in the teeth when you uh, knew. Finally, finally fucking see, get to see Godzilla. First full frame shot. He roars his roar for the first time and just immediately cuts away. Like, the second you get a full shot, it's gone. It's, it's like the Aaron Taylor Johnson's kid on the couch and you just see a, a, the CNN playing. Like, oh, Godzilla tussled for a bit and ran away. And it's like, oh man, that's just a cop tease. Yeah, which like, <laughs> I, I sort of get that's what they were going for is to build up anticipation of seeing the big boy but i don't know he literally had an hour build up and then they immediately cut away for yeah a while again 
He's just like, you son of a bitch! There's another scene, I, I know it was pointed out to me before, uh, but I wasn't sure if this was like a doctored kind of image, but I remember like paying attention this time, and uh, the scene after the female Muto ravages through Las Vegas, it has this moment where it pans across to this sort of central gully where she could have made her path through if you look closely you see the shobajin as a cameo in one of the uh, the broken buildings that being mothra's emissaries the tiny little fairy women oh yeah yeah and yep. this, this was before they really had like the monster verse planned out yeah so that's that was just more so be like a tiny cameo yeah. Well, you know, for for those you're looking. Um, but what were some what were some like did y'all have any like favorite shots or memorable moments outside of the kaiju fights or anything like that for 2014? Like I was saying, the Halo jump scene, I still think it was absolutely beautiful the way you can see these towering clouds and people jumping from the aircraft. I thought that was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, um <laughs> this film, uh, I've talked about it so much. Before I re- when I I, fall- I first saw it when it came out and I thought it was great. Uh, saw it again after that. Then I saw it with you guys that one night and then I watched it again for this. And I I I personally still feel the same way way about it. It's it's great. Or well, maybe my opinion's gone down a little bit. It's good. Um, the fight scenes are fantastic. Those those haven't changed. Those are awesome. Um, you know you get you get a lot of human story in there that's kind of inconsequential to what's going on. I mean, Brian Cranston Johnson's character is just trying to figure out what killed his wife and trying to get the truth out there. You know, he dies trying to do that. And then Aaron Taylor Johnson is on a self-made mission to stop this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it funny. He was such a boot that he's like, I got to get back to the military. And it's like, literally his dad's dying wish, go back to your family. It's like, nah, Uncle Sam. He's still in the military, so I guess he could, you know, he could do that, just join up and do whatever. But like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I, I still love the fight scene. Uh, Colt mentioned it earlier, obviously, the one where he just plunges that shit down that uh, Muto's throat, completely just decimating it. And uh, I didn't expect the staple for Godzilla to be the buildup of his atomic breath. And I don't know what it is. Yeah, like, it's fine. But, like, when I hear the sound, I'm like, oh, boy, he's going to do it. But then I'm kind of like, oh, boy, they're doing it. Like, uh, what? Just I don't understand. What? <laughs> like, just this. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a fan of the sound. Oh. Well, like, like, like the was... building, like charge sound of him using his uh, it, it, breath it just i don't know it just sounds i, I don't know it's just kind of like cheesy like you know when all with all these other godzilla films you know you, he just does it there's no there's no build up or anything he just does it you know now some of the stuff they do with his with him later is pretty neat though i will say because i would say that the, the shot of him like charging his breath i think is one of the 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 better moments of the first film like, because, yeah. like, even though one of the attractions of the film is how just kind of gray and dark it is, um, the, that moment where you see the, the tip of his tail light up and, it, and it, you see the camera follow up his spine into the dark and you see the rest of his spine sort of light Godzilla up, I thought that was a very strong moment. And then he just yeah. unleashes it oh, on sure. the, the female Muto. I, get, I guess, in a way, sort of that the building charge of it's in a way, like a more, like, realistic 
quote quote realistic version of him just like gathering the power to expel that energy i guess i i mean i don't know it doesn't really matter to me what you know what it's supposed to mean i just you know for when it was first introduced i was like that's cool then when it's used again because it's obviously used again i'm just like okay like okay okay i see what you're doing build it up watch it wait for that fucker to come hit you but you know do it I really like it. I, uh, oh, what you got to say, Colt? Tell me what you got to say. I really like it. You're holding like something it. back. The sound back. is one of my favorite. And parts you know what? That's fucking fine. That's fucking fine if you like it. Well, I can't believe we just shit all over Colt wins. Oh, wow. I can't believe Colt just shit over me. Well, why are we all covered in shit? I got some more. I got some in the chamber. Oh yeah, do you? Yeah, put it out. Push you it want out. This? Come on. What do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I've got what you. What is the chamber implying? I don't know. I'm, I'm making shit up. You're one in my asshole. Poop. I'll keep the one in the asshole. Quote in there. <laughs> do it. No, I don't have anything. I'm done. All right. Uh, if, if that's all we have to say for uh, 2014, we'll move on to the next segment. And that's 2017's Kong Skull Island. Directed by John Bot Roberts. Forgive me if I mispronounce his name. I will say with, with uh, Kong Skull Island, we watched... Uh, everybody here at the art house, uh, John, me, Liz, and Cannon, we all watched this together. Because um, Cannon hadn't seen it since it came out, and Liz had never seen any of the other MonsterVerse movies since 2014 Godzilla. And so we all got to watch it together last weekend. And I had a great time rewatching this. I it, I had so much fun, I actually I enjoyed it even more than the last time we watched it in 2019. There's there a weekend we set aside to watch them all before we went to go see King of the Monsters. And uh, I had a great time yeah. with uh, Conskull Island this time around. Uh, I gotta ask, what did Liz think of it? She definitely liked it. It's, I think she liked it more than 2014. Um, although I think her favorite film uh, will be coming up shortly. But she uh, she seemed to she seemed to enjoy it. Yeah, well, that's nice. Oh, uh, I I fucking enjoyed this movie. It's fucking great. I don't get the hate for it. You see, big monkey. Just smashing shit. And smash shit he does. It has the best human story out of all of them, in my opinion. I, I really enjoyed the uh, uh, John C. Riley uh, <laughs> introduction. Yeah. And him as a character. It was pretty good. Especially, uh, what was it? It was uh, when he was shaving. He's like, I'm going to stab you, okay? Or something like that. <laughs> He's like, what? What are you saying? Uh, definitely, John C. Riley was a great addition to the cast, and plus, like, Conscolon had a pretty stacked cast. Cause got Tom Hiddleston, oh, yeah. Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, John C. Riley, John C. Riley, John Goodman. There, there were some other people. There, there's some other like recognizable like actors. They may not be like obviously his biggest name is like those marquee actors, but like you know, there's some pretty familiar faces as well. Yeah, that one Australian fucker from. Uh... Or maybe British. I don't remember from Black Mirror. Uh, we joked that this was kind of like a, a casting call for a lot of Marvel movies, too. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely feel like this movie was a probably a relief for some of the fans that, or maybe some discontented viewers with 2014, how like maybe dark or pallid the, the palette might have been, because this movie takes place broad daylight, super bright colors, super clear visibility. And I feel like that. That's a, that's a, some issues that people have with even King of the Monster, but I think 
um, Skull Island is definitely the most like visually, I guess, clear film of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Well, and just the color palette's a lot more vivid. Mm-hmm. We, get, we have like a you know a city, and we have like jungle, so there's definitely a big compa- uh, difference in sort of the setting and the in- inherent power of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the the moment when that fucking tree flies and just destroys that fucking helicopter, holy shit. Yeah, like, th- that was a great <laughs> moment. I-, I did think it was funny that the, the amount of helicopters leaving the boat, the amount of helicopters out of the island are, like, exponentially larger. Uh, and, and it's yeah, very inconsistent. <laughs> I feel like it even changes once they get on the island. Yeah, there's, like, I would say 28 helicopters, conservatively. I thought there was, like, five tops on the carrier, but... No, they had the whole fleet. No, I, I remember they there a lot of helicopters went in there, but Jesus Christ, they lost so much shit because <laughs> they Everybody all get fucked. Died. And uh, they have you know they have a banging Vietnam soundtrack. Oh <laughs> yeah, of, you, a lot you, of uh, licensed music. Excuse me. You you have to get the fu- You have to have at least one song by Credence. <laughs> Fifty percent of the time, it's going to be Fortunate Son. Yeah. But they didn't go with that one. I forgot which one they went with. But they went with a Credence song. And one thing I really appreciated about Conskull Line is like how much creature effects and monsters they put into the film. You have like the yeah. giant one, but also have like you know the other just sort of megafauna on the island as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like the water buffalo. If you're a water buffalo in Conskull Island, by the way, you're just in for a bad time. You just get fucked all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you had the giant octopus. You had the um, the giant giant spider. Giant spider. Fucking freaky. Yeah, the the log mantis. Mm-hmm. God, that 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 scene with the bamboo spider that was pretty sp- freaky. How it's like this giant towering spider, and they, like that one guy just gets like skewered through the mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. like what the fuck. It's pretty awesome, but I hate spiders, so it was freaky. Yeah. I will say, as far as like the creature designs go, uh, the only one I really wasn't a fan of was the Skull Walkers. The actual bad guys. The actual bad guys. Uh, they weren't bad. It was just kind of generic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Th- I know they went through a, a, a lot of changes. I think they, in some of the the concept art, they were more like they were more snake like, mm-hmm. and this and some even had wings, but they ended up going with. Um, what you see in the film is the hind legs with snake body sort yeah. of thing. And then you have the big daddy one, the skull devil, uh, fucking shit up. And like, <laughs> honestly, like Kong's like final battle with the skull devil was pretty fucking awesome. It is. Yeah. It was. I mean, and Kong eats some yeah. shit in this movie too. Like, yeah. like even though he fucks up those helicopters when the blades just like gash his fucking arm, I'm just like, mm, ow. We need to get a yeah. we need to get a band aid for Big Boy. I I think that that's a really good uh, <laughs> choice they made for the film is making like you know I guess giving like sympathy to Kong like seeing like oh he actually can take damage and you see sort of like a more like like a closer view of him like by himself kind of mm-hmm. get like a feel for him that that you maybe couldn't do with Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kong gets abused. I I don't know if that's like I I can't. Um, I don't know if that's a reference to how Kong is treated in 2005's King Kong, but man, it, it's he, it's brutal. 
Yeah, I thought it was nice seeing him like just chill and tend into his wounds in the water, and out comes the giant fucking octopus. And he just fucks it up. Yeah, but uh, the final fight. (laughs) Yes, it was a reference. It had to be to the uh, (laughs) old movie because if you remember, there was an octopus uh, sequence in King Kong versus Godzilla in the Showa movie. Yeah. Uh, see, they should have saved it for Godzilla vs. Kong, though. Well, well you know, uh, the, it, we're still a little early. We don't know what gi- other giant monsters might be in there. There could be a giant octopus. That would be a good bit. That would be a good comedic bit where they're just sitting there, and then it's like, holy shit, it's a giant octopus. <laughs> just out of nowhere. And it's not like, it's an actual video of a normal octopus, but made big on a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's the same octopus from... 1960, but they, but they have it like colorized. Yeah, you can see like the, you know the because the, the um the value is so different. They just enlarge, but it's it's all really grainy compared to like the HD background. <laughs> it looks like it's in 240p. <laughs> yep, this is the perfect movie. It's already. like what the fuck is the standard death bullshit? Kong just like whipping out the chain with the propeller at the end of it, like fighting. Oh the, god, the, yeah, the Skull Devil that was so slick. That was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, the way that uppercut with that propeller, you could see the the path that the blade took. It actually cut open its, like, neck area. It's pretty fucking But well, you violent. can see, like, the, the actual flesh of the neck, like, flay open. And then he has, like, a good, like, oh, we killed him. And then I remember when he, the Skull Devil comes back to, like, bite Kong the arm. I remember the, the room going, oh, shit, when he just jumps back up. <laughs> yeah yeah kong of course had to go pick up. oh he's like oh pretty lady fall in water he saves pretty lady and then the big skull monster just says i'm gonna chew on the arm with the lady in it i don't know what i feel like she had to be crushed like uh i would crush her if i was king kong <laughs> not on purpose but because i would forget yeah, so, so, like, somehow he he had the presence of, of like the dexterity to um, g- grab the guts of the skull devil, yank it out, but still not hold his fist tight enough to squish Brie Larson. That was something I love about Kong in this movie and in 2005. Sorry, I got to reference 2005. But, like, he is just, he is on, like, dude is doing some work when it comes to, like, being uh, dexterous and just, like, uh, on some like i don't even know what to call it uh athletic woman juggling bullshit uh <laughs> because man he dude like he's a he's a monkey but man he's really really good at just uh again juggling good monkey good, good monkey. monkey but like i really love the visuals for when they walk into the the skull fucker thing the, uh, the graveyard where, yeah the graveyard where it's like where it has the those like noxious gases and fucking the skeletons of Kong's parents, yeah, and past uh, species. And John C. Riley drawing katana saying "Death before dishonor" that in was Japanese. So fucking tight. Uh, a funny bit I found out about the movie. There's a line where John C. Riley uh, and the two scientists are in the jungle, like waiting for the rest of the gang to come back, and he's sort of explaining the danger to the island. 
He's like, oh yeah, there's this there's this big ass ant, but it sounds like a bird, but it's an ant. Keep an eye out for. It. Apparently, that was an outtake. Like he like he was like Don C. Dry was just ripping, trying to get the cast to laugh, but the, the director he liked it so much he just kept it in the film. <laughs> that does cool. That's good. It's like, like like we said. I think John C. Riley is like probably one of my favorite characters in the trilogy. And some might see like he's like too funny or whatever for the film. But like, I mean, he's John C. Riley. I mean, he's you're gonna get what you're gonna get. But I feel like I've had the most fun with the plot, even though it's like it's not as like maybe dramatic as some of the other films or whatever. But I feel like if I had to rank the human plots in, t- in terms of like engagement or like care, quality, I think it was Kong then. King of the Monsters, and then 2014. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. That's me, though. Yeah, I, exact same here. I guess any sort of last thoughts for Kong we move on to King of the Monsters? No. Like, I remember when Kong came out, like, Kong Skull Island came out, and everyone was poo-pooing on it. And I'm, you know, I didn't really, I didn't see it until we all watched it together, and I was like, that was fun. People are stupid. Yeah. I heard the exact opposite. I remember all of, like, my whatever timeline circles whatever they were just talking about how much they loved it really nobody really talked about it on mine the only person i knew that watched it was wenzel i i know for me in terms of like general reception i remember it being a little quiet and then like once sort of the the fanfare for godzilla versus kong was started to kick up people were just like oh yeah fucking rights for kong skull island because like it's it's fun like it's just undistilled fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I remember the the biggest thing that was like being passed around was uh, Tom Hiddleston's uh, moment of cutting bats up or bats or whatever the 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 creatures the flying creatures were. Yeah, with like chainsaw noses, very cool monsters. Um, and it, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Um, and the uh and just the colors from that moment. Yeah, I I remember that, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, because I forgot to mention, like, there's a lot of really cool shots in the film. Like, when they first, when you first see Kong, you just see him silhouetted against the setting sun, and you see all the helicopters coming. That's a fucking tight-ass picture. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, really good, r- really good shots. You know, people people can say what they want about, like, uh, CG and how, how it's used or whatever, but good shit. It's really well done. Yeah, honestly, these movies are very much... Like when people complain about CGI, I, I see these as a sort of a counter to it because I like I know we're about to get into King of the Monsters, but like the CGI didn't bother me at all, really. I mean, it's giant monsters smacking against each other. It's going to be cool regardless. Yeah. It could look like a fucking PS One game, and I'd still be like, "Woo!" Yeah, turn it up. Yeah, but I I, I genuinely think the uh, the visuals are ra- really impressive. And I know, like, a lot of people will complain about CGI, and and people kind of treat it like it's like, oh, you just, like, do, like, two strokes on the keyboard and you get Big Monkey. But, like, I mean, mean, people put a lot of work into Mm -hmm. this stuff. Plus, like, even even the worst, you know, CGI in a movie still takes a lot of effort to do. Yeah. And people don't people kind of fail to realize that. So if, if, if one yeah. good CGI happens, you realize that took a ton of effort, probably a lot of crunching to get that done. Yeah. And it just makes no sense to me when people, you know, like say things like that. I'm just like, you, like you said, it's a lot of work. And like, I, <laughs> I think if you showed people the work, um, they would probably 
die. They'd probably be a little um, more appreciative. Yeah, but but a, I mean, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, I get the the criticism because there's a lot of CGI that's just bad. But or like, like a lot of unnecess- unnecessary CGI. What you, you could have done that practically. Yeah, I, like I, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent in that camp. But I know a lot. There there are some people who take who hear that and then take it a, the extra step and it's like all oh, CGI is bad or all oh, CGI is lazy. I mean, well, it, you it, could do everything practically, and it's like, well, there's some things you can't. It, it, it's a tool like anything. It's how it's used. I mean, there's definitely some criticism for like big budget CG films where like you put all this time into like making this CG environment or these CG characters, and it's obscured by like a drab color palette or like weather effects or something like that. Which you know that was a criticism of Kingdom Monsters, which we'll get into in a moment. But you know, like there's there's things like that, like that kind of like you over gild the lily or you kind of shoot yourself in the foot but but then like a lot of times that's not an animator's fault that's more like a some, someone higher up the chain that kind of forces their hand yeah uh but my real my real biggest complaint about kong skull island they gave kong a flat ass just saying <laughs> yeah zero out of yeah. ten <laughs> kong to be double cheat caked up uh you're not wrong uh, if anybody is at a computer right now, look up the gorillas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. God damn. Because I want to say in my head, I'm like, don't all gorillas have flat asses? But now I don't know. <laughs> like, no, and, I've definitely seen some th- thick ass gorillas. <laughs> all right, that's Colt. I can think of some. I mean, there's definitely some gorillas that are like a flat back with a crack. But like, come on, we're we're, we're making this a movie <laughs> monster. Like, give. Give Kong his cheeks. I mean, there's a reason why they call Donkey Kong what what they do. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Pat. I, I totally agree with you. But Kong, you know, in this, like you said, he's just back and ass crack. <laughs> Hopefully that's something they rectify in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Like, he just, the first thing you see of Kong is just, like, <laughs> fat ass. First, shit. The it's, first shot is his ass. It's been fucking 60, 50 years since the last movie, so maybe he's had some time to work on it. Well, you know, the thing is, too, the Kong that we see in Godzilla vs. Kong is an adult, so, like, he, he has to have more ass by yeah, now, Yeah, he grew right? into his ass. He had a, a Kong puberty. He also, he, right, he exactly. also went to a monkey plastic surgeon. Got some ass implants. No, no, Jonathan, you shut your <laughs> mouth. It's all natural. It's all natural. <laughs> he he got them. He got yeah. them. Kim K. Fucking ass implants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For the audio, uh, Pat just sent a picture of a gorilla's ass. Um, God damn it! Man, their feet look weird. <laughs> What do you think? They're like people feet? Kinda, but they look like no. just long, long hand. No, it's like normal hands, but very long palm. The palm yeah, that's gorilla is weirdly long. I mean, that's gorilla foot for you. I don't. I just don't know if that's a if that is. He see. We need to get a better shot of him standing up or her. I, I can't tell because we need I, can't, I don't know. Shot of this gorilla's ass so we can analyze it better. <laughs> that gorilla might identify as NB. You don't know. Give us non-gender conforming gorillas. Hell yeah. Well, you know, maybe. Um, well, I guess we can't really see the way the ass connects to the to the back. So I, I'm gonna <laughs> give it a thick. 
I love how we're taking this detour to analyze gorilla butts. I mean, somebody's gotta. What? What else? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Pat. What else are we, we gonna do? On the you podcast? have to have like a cromulent moment for each of the films, like Kong Skull Island. Kong needs a fat ass. Uh, Godzilla twenty fourteen. Uh, the female Muto was a muscle mommy. Yeah. And the male Muto was yeah. a simp. That is true. Yep. And um, with Godzilla King of Monsters, Mothzilla is uh, the best OTP. That is true. Which is probably a good segue into the next film, <laughs> which is, of course, 2019's Godzilla King of the Monsters, directed by Michael Doherty. And, fuck, I was fist pumping. I was hype as fuck to watch this movie with the, with the, with the house. And, like, when we finished it, I was just, like, slapping my chest. I was so just energized because... Fuck the haters. Every last damn one of y'all. King of the Monster is fucking phenomenal. Fun-ass time. Fuck y'all. I agree 100%. I agree. I don't know who can look at this and be like, this isn't fun. Too, too many fucking people. Like, I'll get into it, but y'all go ahead with your initial impressions. Uh, Colt, you go first. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. The first time around, I liked it. Uh, a, a lot, but this time around, I liked it even more. That's me. I don't know what what happened. Uh, like I said, with all of these, I feel the same. But uh, oh man, my brain just left. Where'd you go? Come back. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sorry, my brain just had to go outside. It, it's like looking outside. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, this movie was pretty dang good. I really enjoyed it. The monsters were absolutely beautiful. Uh, especially with Kong, no Godzilla. Kong's not in there. I know Godzilla. Uh, at a certain point, you can see he goes into a new special form. It's really yeah, we, cool. we we gotta save that bit for the end. That's that's <clears throat> yeah. We're saving it. We're it's saving so it. Good. That tip. Yeah. And then we have a really awesome Hollow Earth section that I absolutely loved. I want to go ahead and say it. This is probably gonna offend someone. This is the best Godzilla movie, in my opinion, that I've seen. And that's that's talking all Godzilla films? That I've seen. I haven't seen everything. I haven't seen a lot. <laughs> but Man, see. you know what I've seen if you've listened to the show, or pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fair. I definitely bumped up my star rating for this this uh, this set, because I haven't seen it since we saw it in 2019, and I liked it then, but like I was feeling it. The other day, I fucking love this movie top to bottom. I, I have my qualms, of course, but like nothing to the point that I'm actively disengaged by. I when we first saw it, I was pumped in the theater. I watched it again with my dad. I was pumped then, and then I watched it again for this, and I was, and I'm pumped now. This, this, oh my god, it was so freaking, like it's just so nice, so cool, so epic to see. The boys, Rodan, Godzilla, Ghidorah, Mothra, all in the most modern and most recent age. And, you know, the humor, it was funny because the humor, it reminded me kind of of Marvel movies. And it was kind of everywhere and maybe shouldn't be. It was very quippy. Yeah, very quippy. Yeah. Yeah. But I got a few laughs from that. But that's not what's important. What's important is the monster action. And it was sick and crazy. And we got to see other monsters too. And you know me. I love to see other bad, big baddies. And 
I because like I just like to titillate my mind with the possibilities of all these little fucking creatures walking the earth, roaming it. Yeah. And my God, this was there were so many callbacks to the previous creatures abilities and to other Godzilla movies. I, you know, my my rating stays the same, but like it is like it is such a strong and like very like loving like how I feel about it. And like for anybody to say that like it isn't good, I mean, like what what more do you need from this? What what more what more can you take away from this? What do you want? <laughs> I really like, don't know what they. Could I don't know want what I don't it. know what you could ask for more from this. Uh, do you want Martin Scorsese? That would That'd be, be cool to have Martin Scorsese. If, if we can open the um, the periscope to another dimension where Martin Scorsese directed a Godzilla film. Also, why don't we get Guillermo del Toro to direct a Godzilla film? I That'd mean, he's sick. He, so he was he was pitched um, to be director for 2014, but. Um, Things didn't just didn't work out with his schedule. He wasn't able to do it, but it, that was a possibility for a time. Well, I think he was doing Pacific Man. Rim at the time. Well, well, Pacific Rim was before that, was it? Yeah, I thought it was. Tw- Wait, was it? Or was it, tw- it was like twenty thirteen? Yeah, it was twenty thirteen. I think. Oh, okay. I don't uh, know. Anyway. But man, yeah, I I loved it. Then I love it now. Yeah. Uh, uh, guys, nice, Jonathan, this is your first time watching this. So just hearing us kind of like build it up beforehand and you actually getting to see the final product, did those expectations match, um, do you think? Yeah. It, it was fun as shit. And like I was looking on my letterbox and like the people I follow and, and like, you know, y'all were like fucking loving it. But I was seeing like two and one star people, and like one person I follow was like, "This is the only film I regret seeing this year," or something like that. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, oh. "Fuck off, you pretentious cunt! Get the fuck Do you over really yourself!" Really regret it that much? Like, I, I mean, okay. like, am I going to say this is the best <clears throat> movie ever made? Of course not. But holy shit, was it fun! You get to see big monsters doing cool monster shit. That's really all you want. And, like, I didn't think the human story was that bad. Like, it was sh- hell of a lot better in 2014. Like, I I was actually somewhat engaged. And, yeah, there's some stuff that's kind of stupid and doesn't really make sense. But, like, I don't know. This is my trash, goddammit. And fuck you for not liking it. Yeah, because, like, that, that to me, that's one of the yeah. biggest, like, criticisms that was toward the film. There's people, they did because there's, there's a lot of ballyhoo about, like, how the human, like, how insipid and awful the human story was. How, like, how every person was just, like, deplorable or just stupid or uninteresting. And, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously you can have a compelling human story in a giant monster movie. And and also have a cool monster fights. Like, those two are not incongruent. Exactly. But I feel like I didn't have a problem at all with the human story. Like... I, I, I mean, was fine with it. Like the like the villain and then the mom's motivation is kind of stupid and doesn't make sense. But I don't know. That wasn't enough to take me out of the movie. You know. I mean, like I feel like for the most part, a, a hum, the human story is it helps facilitate the plot enough for the you, you get to the monster action. Mm-hmm. At least that's that's me. And yeah. plus, like I I I I respect the opinions of other people in the, in the kaiju fandom. 
but I, I kind of don't agree that with the sentiment that every single like kaiju film or Godzilla film has a a substantive human plot. Yeah, a lot of them kind of don't really. But like, yeah. <clears throat> you, you, you yeah. obviously do. I, I think the Chief Amundsen being the original Godzilla and Shin Godzilla has the the most like dramatic and like impactful human drama. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not gonna sit here and try to tell people that Godzilla versus Megalon has like you know this cromulent <laughs> human story. I, yeah, like seriously, like you're gonna sit here and go through like. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, Terror of Mechagodzilla, uh, Godzilla versus Hedorah. Uh, are we are we saying all kinds of Mothra? Like, no, what? And not to say that those movies don't have anything to say, but I mean, I mean to, to say that like that, that all those movies are on the equal footing in terms of like plot and writing as like you know tw- OG Godzilla from 54 yeah like I, I i personally can't say that i i feel a little that's that's not correct but that's just my opinion but like obviously we're here for big monster smash yeah like and, and, and like, appreciate when the human story is good yeah and like i guess one thing i do have a sort of criticism of the story it's ultimately like a minor thing and this is just sort of some bullshit with me but when they were talking about the alpha monster bullshit, I'm like, come on, guys. It's 2019. We know that's not real. That doesn't happen in nature. Can we not, please? Especially uh, when we have a bunch of fucking alt-right dipshits trying to incels being like, this is how masculinity works. <laughs> but which one's the Sigma Kaiji, though? I guess Rodan. <laughs> Rodan's the incel of the, of the... Rodan's a... No, Rodan is Okay, totally Rodan's a bitch. Yeah. Can we talk about how much Rodan is a bitch and I don't like him? Like, I, Fuck lo- him. I love how Rodan looks and how, like, they sort of resurrected that character a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he's amazing, but his, like, character, he's a punk. He, he's just a little bitch. Like, he has no reason to fight demon. with fucking Ghidorah at all, but he's just like, nah, fuck you, I'm I'm bad. Like, eat shit, bitch. God, I was going to say, I, I my brain, uh, when to look into, fuck. Um, I guess we can talk about some of the like, actual monster designs. Like, I think everybody, like the like the big four, got an amazing upgrade for mm-hmm. the film. Like, even though, like, uh, 2019 Godzilla is principally the same, you can, you can tell they sort of did some minor overhaul. Like, his dorsal fins are more resembling that of, you know, what we know Godzilla to have. And I think they look sick when they're all, when they you see like the the veins quote quote of of his like light go through the fins. That's a great look. Um, Rodan looked awesome. He's like very demonic and menacing. He has like the the ribbing of the, the lava in his wings. Yeah, that's sick. Yes. And like when he initially yeah, pops and the- out, and that that's an awesome shot. I remember Mothra being a little uh, contentious, I think, or something like that. Uh, Mothra definitely had the biggest redesign of all of them, uh, clearly. It's because yeah. a lot of people, I saw people saying that like they didn't like how combat-ready Mothra was, because like, Mothra in this movie was ready to take some necks. <laughs> yeah, Mothra, Mothra was more of a... Uh, you're looking at like a wasp kind of hornet. Well, she's like uh, like several insects kind of pulled together. Like you have mantis, in like moth, uh, wasp, like like all these sort of dangerous bugs kind of like 
fusion dance together. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, though, that would be pretty sick because, you know, they call her the king of the monsters, but it would kind of be cooler if she was, like, the king of, uh, or the god of insects, like, and she's just a mashup of multiple insects. I think that's pretty sick. Like, uh, I personally, know, I love her design in this. And, and plus, like, and plus, this, this isn't, like, you know, the first time they made her more, like, I would say, like, aggressive, because even in Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, GMK, um, she has a more, like, menacing wasp-like appearance. Obviously, it's not as like, divergent as King of the Monsters, but, like, I thought she was really cool, and, they, you know, they incorporated what they already had with the Mutos, because you had, like, she has, like, two big, like, traveling limbs, like, four, and then, like, like these sort of smaller limbs she keeps to her body. Um, I just loved how she just even as like beneficent as she looks, you know, if you fucked up, she would throw down. And plus her giving her the title queen of the monsters was so fucking sick. Yeah. And, um, reading some of the interviews with, uh, Michael Doherty, how he said she's, she has a symbiotic relationship with Godzilla, as they said. Um, but in that sort of evidence in her, in her design, how she has those eye spots that resemble Godzilla's eyes, as Michael Doherty said in an interview, and she's sort of like he called her the flag bearer of Godzilla. How like how they ride into battle together, and she goes first and like flapping her wings, and so sort of like, hey, King Godzilla's coming. Watch the fuck out. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. sick. That's sick, man. I will say, uh, whenever. Mothra, you know, finally uh, gets out of her cocoon. You can hear just faintly the original Mothra theme playing. Chills, 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 chills. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then the way every everybody was looking at her, like this is the queen, the god, right here. Not like Godzilla. I'm glad chill. you brought that up because probably my favorite thing about this movie is the music. Oh. Bear McCreary fucking yes. killed the soundtrack. Mm. And when they brought back yeah, Akira Fukubay's like theme for Godzilla, fuck. When they're in Antarctica Ooh. and it's just a pan up of Godzilla as he's That was epic as shit. And it was really like operatic. And I'm a slut for that shit. So like I, I'm and we got <laughs> we got the surround sound going. And so you're hearing like monster noises like right beside your head and shit. I was like, oh damn. This is fucking rad. In the moment where Godzilla <laughs> makes a second wind, he comes back out of the ocean, and you hear, like, Ifuka Bay's music hit, I got chills so fucking hard in the theater. Woo! Like, God, Woo! it was so good. And and then just hearing, like, the Damn. Mothra theme woven in during certain points when she was on screen, it was just like, fuck! Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God, it was so good. Woo! <laughs> and and plus, I, I love how um, like had Mothra's like her OG like war like the sort of the chirping, ringing sound. Yes. They, they, they did just a great way way of modernizing that, and and you could you could really tell that Michael Doherty is a huge fan, and just like looking into all the details they did, it's like intense. Like you know all the the different like. Um, monarch sites, the numbers they're based off the movies, the year that the movies premiered for each individual like monster, like it's really in. There's just so much detail. In oh, this that's movie. cool. I didn't notice that. Um, but let's get to Ghidorah. Ghidorah was scary as fuck in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. The, uh, whenever Ghidorah is first freed, the way it shoots lightning 
And as soon as it hits some of the soldiers, they turn to, like, ash instantly. They just vaporize. I was like, yes. But also, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrifying. <laughs> and plus, like, this Ghidorah is literally the biggest Ghidorah that's ever put to screen. Um, and plus, when you get that pan out, when you see how big Ghidorah is compared to Godzilla, the scale is enormous. He's fucking gigantic, and I love mm-hmm. it. And... Um, I know Liz said there's a few times she's like, oh, this is like legit spooky. One of it being when um, Ghidorah is traveling in that hurricane to Mexico to kind of clash with Rodan. And you see that the, the ship go into the storm. You see, just, you see uh, the silhouette framed by the lightning of Ghidorah. That's sick yes. and scary. Or, or when they're in the, the uh, submarine or whatever and they open the shield doors and you just see the silhouette of Godzilla just, like, standing okay. there menacingly. That, yes. Okay, whenever he started, uh, beating, uh, like, showing off his uh, his scales or whatever with the, uh, the flashing of his thing, I thought that was sick. It, and immediately, he like, I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, say it, say it. It's an intimidation display. I was like, yeah. And, and the mm, bit where that, he would mm. flash and disappear, and when it would flash again, he was closer to them. That was fucking good. Like, I think clearly we might be outliers, uh, I guess, in the greater critical landscape, but like, I can't express how much I love this movie. And, and, and being plugged into like a larger, like, kaiju fandom at least from what i could tell like a lot of kaiju fans were really positive about the film mm-hmm. i mean there's, of course you know there's always going to be this opinion and that's fine but just just to see kaiju fans be just like hell yeah this movie rocks it fucking kicked my ass i loved it up and down it was a nice sort of reprieve from like the, the super heavy criticism of the film like we forget, but King of the Monsters was nominated for a Razzie in 2019. They called it literally one of the worst films of 2019. I, Let's I see what came I, out in 2019. Come on. We're doing I, this. I know there's worse movies that came out in 2019. We're, we're fucking doing this. Uh, uh, okay. Like, uh, that is so disrespectful. Aladdin 2019. Lion King. Dark Phoenix. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The Fanatic came out in 2019. The fucking Fanatic. No, whatever. No, no, what you guys have to understand is the Aladdin and the Lion King are paying homage to all the kids now that they're adults. They get to see the wonderful, beautiful movies remade in a much more Well, we are not starting this right now because if we start, I won't be able to stop. But fuck Disney and fuck these... And kaiju fans do not matter. Also, Dumbo 2019... Fucking miss me with that fucking King of the Monsters slander. You know, if you don't like it, you know, cool beans, but fucking don't talk around me. Yeah, and if if anybody if anybody says that they like those live action Disney fucking movies, but they hated King of the Monsters, oh, get the fuck out of my face, y'all. You, I, you, I'm going. Like I get movie. Oh, sorry. I, no, no, no. I I am so like I'm I'm com- creating a hypothetical situation in my head and it's making me so angry that I'm going to go sicko mode <laughs> and just absolutely destroy that. <laughs> you build up this uh hypothetical straw man so you can tear down. But I mean, yeah, like pretty much. Like, I mean, anyone like I get movie opinions. 
at the end of the day, they are subjective. But if you unironically think that any of these live Disney live-action remakes are better than this movie, you don't have the right to have any sort of opinion on movies because you are just dumb. Uh, I mean, tw- uh, Phil on Twitter is already raising hellfire. I don't fucking need any more bullshit. Uh, Rambo Last Blood. Uh, the, the oh my the, god the one where fucking uh, Sylvester Stallone kills uh, illegal immigrants. Yeah. Uh, Serenity. This that? is a movie you may not have heard of, but just it, it has Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Oh fuck! And it is bad. <laughs> okay, I remember hearing about that one. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off with your king of the monster bullshit. Stuber, Life of Pets two. Stuber was pretty good. I watched it. It's a fun movie. But it, but was it more fun than King of the Monsters? It was just a little bit under. Three and a half stars I gave it, I think. Frankel, you just silenced everybody. <laughs> oh, I'm still looking for shit movies. Kumail Nanjiani and fucking Batista. That's true. I'm, I'm sure they had a, a good chemistry. I, I feel like that at least came through from the, the trailers for that one. But I think we put it off long enough. Let's talk about the fucking finale of this movie. The final <laughs> battle and, you know, the, the tag team throwdown and the fucking Boston, of all places. Godzilla versus Ghidorah, Mothra versus Rodan. Let's get into that. The, the scene of them charging at each other and um, all the planes and helicopters are, like, going back and forth. <laughs> That is a cinematography masterpiece right there, boy. That is some good ass shit. Like that, that that was that was really cool to see them like these big honking monsters just like slam into each other and like and 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 the planes and helicopters going back and forth between each other. That reminds me so much of like the Godzilla video games where you'll literally just have that like pl- random planes and helicopters like fighting and flying at you and stuff. Oh, mm, mm, perfect. And and plus I love like when Mothra comes in, she's like ready to throw down, and then Rodan, his bitch ass, is like uh uh-uh, uh bitch, and they clash in the air, and they're and like and plus it was like it was so sick to see like Rodan had Mothra pinned against the building, he's like sniping at her, and then she like slashes him, and then like just has like this anime moment where it's like uh 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 Rodan like freezes, and he you see it her was... fucking stinger through his chest, sick. And it was, God. and nobody expected that either. I was, I was just like, what? <laughs> when I saw, when we saw that in theaters, I, my, my, my draw dropped. So good seeing it again. <laughs> and plus like Godzilla got a, a whooping in this movie too. Like he, he gave as good as he got, but he got a good thumping. But that move where fucking Ghidorah wraps him up in his, in its heads and it drops him from fucking space nearly. Like, you see him like burn up on reentry. That was so fucking <laughs> sick. Man, poor baby. I was really sad when that happened because it. I was legitimately getting tears in my in my eyes because I was like, man, you can't just choke out Godzilla like that. It was so fucked up. You're not even. You're an alien. Like, this isn't even your planet yeah, to you, rule. Yeah, you, you came from parts unknown to, to, to fuck up our planet. I did, I did like how they they referenced King Ghidorah being an alien uh, like, they, like they did in the um, original Showa series. But if we want to talk about tears, bitch. Like, like Mothra laying down for Godzilla? Come on. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was, like, especially when she does, like, do you see her, like, all battered from Rodan's fight? Climbing on top of Godzilla to defend him, and then she 
flips her wings in front and they flash red. And then she's like, she's like, I don't care if I die, I'm fucking swinging. And then she, you see her just like fangs, bore, Vidic Ghidorah. And then she gets vaporized. Oh, fuck that. That was so sad. But like fucking hell so too. Sad. Rest in peace. But then you see like her, her energy, her, her spores land on Godzilla. He starts kind of like puffing up and you see like, his radiation turned red inside of him, going through this crack because he because he was like they, he got overjuice when during uh, they they used a newt to re-energize Godzilla after he got whooped um, with the last Ghidorah fight by the oxygen destroyer. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they managed to distract Godzilla. I mean Ghidorah long enough. He turned back around and you see buildings start melting, and then the second Woo! he walks out, all glowed up. With like burning Godzilla, I thought I was gonna shit because that was so fucking sick. And then <laughs> in this exact moment, they replay the charging up sound as he's walking closer and closer to uh, Ghidorah. It was. So and then good. when he shoots that first pulse, and you see Mothra's wings. Yeah, fuck you, Colt. In the um, in the first blast, that was sick, and he burns off um, Ghidorah's wings, and the the second pulse burns off the the, the two side heads, and then when he fucking stomps his foot, plants his foot right in Ghidorah's chest and just like blows that bitch up. God, that was so just cathartic and just amazing. Ooh, yeah. Man, uh, Godzilla was high on angel dust. <laughs> he had he had some PCP. <laughs> and what was just so good, just like, just hearing the house react to all the big moments in the movie, like Godzilla getting his second win, like all the big monsters showing up in, 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 during their moments, like, and like the big final battle. Like we were all hooting and hollering. We were like, we were there. We were with it. We were having a grand old time. Hell yeah! And uh, man, this movie just fucking rocks. Like, oh, you know something I keep forgetting. I forget every time that she's in it. Is uh, I forget Millie Bobby Brown's in this movie. I was yeah. like, like. Because this was the third time I watched it, and I was like, oh, hey, Millie Bobby Brown's in this movie. Wow. <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah, because like, they, they had a pretty good cast for this one, like, in terms of names. They had, um... Vera... They, they had, what's his uh, name from Game of Thrones? Uh, I forget his name. He, oh, he plays fuck. he plays Tywin Lannister. Yeah, he, Something he, Dance. Yeah. Charles Dance. Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know, he, yes. he's not really super engaged with the plot, but I feel like, you know... He's a really convincing as an asshole, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And I bet we are going to see him the next movie. And um, they had the dad from nah. Friday Night Lights. He was a dad in this one. Yeah. Uh, that And the woman who plays the mom, I always forget her name, but she's in a lot of things. Yeah. She's in The Conjuring, all of them. The Conjuring, The Departed. Yeah. Vera, I think Vera Farmiga. Yeah, that, that, that sounds something. right. Need I also remind people that The Haunting of Sharon Tate came out in 2019? Oh my god, I forgot about that movie. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know that one. It, 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 the only reason I knew about it was the discourse around uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. This was the Hillary Duff Sharon Tate movie that came out the same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I vaguely remember seeing a trailer. And a lot of people were criticizing Tarantino. It's like... But, like, the Tate family was like, oh, yeah, we liked what Tarantino did. But this movie, on the other hand, is, like, hella disrespectful. Yeah, it had something because it was, like, more explicitly like a slasher horror. And, and she was having, like, visions of, like, ghosts and shit. That, yeah. 
Okay. She's having visions of her death and whatnot. Yeah, like it's... And she's played by Hillary fucking Duff. You know, Lizzie McGuire is playing <laughs> Sharon Tate. Yeah, so I feel like whatever criticisms you had about What's Upon a Time in Hollywood, that sort of pale in comparison to that. Heap. Yeah. The sort of, uh, I guess, wrapping up with King of the Monster is like uh, another shot. I love the shot after uh, Ghidorah deposed Rodan. He lands in the volcano and he had like that cross in the foreground. And, and Ghidorah has a lot of like very distinct, very like apparent like uh, satanic like cues and reference in his design and his sort of just being. And I thought that was, I thought that was a great shot. Yeah. Uh, so like last uh, sort of like parting thoughts for King of the Monsters. There's a nice nice little uh, credit scene that we get. Nothing big. Um, it's just uh, uh, just uh, the Lannister. They have a little present left behind from Godzilla. Um. It's one of Ghidorah's heads. Pretty cool. Yeah. Because in the fight, Godzilla had it in the, in the base in Mexico. Godzilla rips off um, one of Ghidorah's heads, and it got lost in the sea, and they fished it out. And something else I liked, too, was that during, like, that end of just the credits and stuff, you get to see, like, news reports and stuff of, like, what the other monsters are doing, which I thought was, like, pretty cool. Like, they're, like it's, like, canon, you know, like, what's go- what else is going on? Like, I thought that was pretty great, too. Also, when all the monsters uh, surrounded Godzilla and they bowed to him, like, yeah, I'm your king, bitch. Long live the king! Th- that was just a funny bit when Rodan came to, like, the bow. And he told him, like, Godzilla gives him the stink eyes, like, you watch yourself, boy. And he's like, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. He has this huge hole in him, in him, in him <laughs> too. So, I, I don't think Rodan's going to be doing anything uh, to, to Yeah, I, I think he'll be, he'll be towing the line. Um, oh, I forgot to ask. Um, of some of the original monsters they made for the film, which ones caught your eye? The one with tusks. Uh, it's it's like an elephant mixed with a gorilla, pretty much. Yes, I think that one's that called the Behemoth. Yeah, I remember yeah, you telling us about that when we uh, left the theater. The one that looks kind of like a spider with tentacles. That was Skilla, and the giant one from a mountain that came out underneath the mountain. That was Methuselah, and you also have a Queen yeah. Muto that was there. Because originally they had planned for the other, like, you know, Rogue's Gallery of Godzilla, like, you know, Angris, Baragon, you know, and all of them to be in it. But each one of those had their own special rights. They had to, they would have to pay individually for, and they realized they didn't have that money. Yeah. So they figured it'd just be better to, like, make up their own. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, like they even had, there's even concept art with all those people in it. Even Gamera is in a concept art with it, and sort of that round table but like well we can't afford all these yeah and i mean they even said too like uh not all the kaiju were there at godzilla there's what a total 17 yeah yeah there's only a handful that actually show up um some were more elaborated on in the in the novelization um but yeah there's like a whole bunch more like there's you have you have like yamada no orochi mokele and bimbe like uh, tiamat like you know Uh, there's there's a, there's a whole bunch in there. One pitch scene, I, I'm not sure if it was deleted before it was filmed or it's deleted in the scripting phase, but I thought it'd been really cool if they had kept this as like a post credits or like a. Um, you see the two twin doctors in the film. They sort of reunite after the, after the end of the movie, sort of like catching catching each other up, and then you hear singing and and um, 
Dr. Chen and Dr. Ling. They basically follow um, the other sisters to a cave and you see the other sister's twin daughters in a cave singing to the Mothra egg. Ooh. Which, which, which you see a yeah. glimpse of in the one of the paper, paper clippings and the, at the end of the credits. But like they, they had planned that to be in the film, but it got cut for whatever reason. So, and plus, Michael Doherty kind of, even if it wasn't like obvious already, there's more for like the explicit version of the Shobajin Mothra sort of retainers in the monster verse now. Hell yeah! Since we're on the eve of. Godzilla versus Kong. How are we feeling about that? Now that we've seen everything, what are we? What would we like to see, or what are we expecting to see in Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, first off, right off the bat, we're gonna see Mechagodzilla really uh, soon. It's gonna be like first thirty minutes. We're gonna see Mechagodzilla uh, make a showing. We're gonna see that uh, that head that we saw at the end credits at the King of the Monsters. It's also part of uh, Mechagodzilla. I don't know how that could work, but they're going to do something there. I want to see Godzilla's reign supreme. I want that monkey's head on a pike. Yeah, you know, you see all these people talking about, like, they go, they're going with Kong because they're like, they're like, oh, monkey's smart, monkey can make tools, and it's like, uh, who gives a shit about monkey? Um, if monkey was nope. smart enough, no fighting at all. Conflict resolved. Yeah, and that's also something I saw that in an interview they said that like people were wondering like what's exactly going to happen with them, and they're like, and the I I don't know if it was the director or one of the producers, but they said, oh, it, they were like, it's a fight to the death. There's only going to be one one person standing after this, and I'm like, okay, so so like they could just be teasing and being like not trying to spoil anything, but like if that's the case, then Godzilla better win. Fuck Monkey. I'm sorry, Kong, but Godzilla is God. He said he didn't say one would die, but he said one will definitely reign supreme. But it has to be Godzilla, or I will rate it two stars, even if I enjoy. It. I'm I'm looking forward to See. it. Only thing that's given me pause is the director hasn't really done a lot of good stuff in the past. But at the same time, I mean, mm-hmm. Big Monkey, Big Lizard, let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I'm here for the ride. I guess the only thing I was concerned about, I guess in the grand scheme of things, it wouldn't really be an issue, is that <clears throat> in the, in the, the movie sort of opens, it's like, or we're from the trailer, it's like, oh, Godzilla's acting funny. He's being mean. It's like, my, my sort of fear was like, in order to sort of like, pull, it, it, to demonstrate how evil or how bad Godzilla is, is that um, somehow he's killed every other kaiju on the planet except for like kong somehow yeah so like we so like have all these monsters that we were introduced to in the first film or alluded to and they're all just killed off screen okay that would be a bitch move that's a michael bay kind of move too because he kills off so many transformers in the transformers movie there's like different transformers in every movie except for you know bumblebee ratchet ironhide and Optimus Prime and Megatron and Starscream and then everything else everybody else is just killed off and it's so annoying that's my fear even though like yeah you could say they ha- they didn't really do anything to begin with but like it's just the, the potential that was wasted if like yeah. by not showing them in there I mean I mean that's kind of how I just it's like sort of the whole bus crash mentality like I loved how um, Thor Ragnarok ended their story with Thor and then the Russo brothers kind of took what they did and just completely undid it yeah, I mean that's kind of happened when you, when you sort of change hands 
between directors and creative teams. So, and plus, like, if their sort of CG budget is focused on, you know, the like Mecha Godzilla, which is it's pretty much known now. Go to Walmart, you'll see Mecha Godzilla for the film Godzilla and Kong. They want to focus all their CG on those big three. That's not going to leave a lot of CGA budget for the other monsters in the film. So uh, that's my fear. Is if it's just kind of like, oh, all those other monsters? Yeah, they're dead. Yep, they're just dead. Which like, there's no guarantee, but like that's my that's my one sort of fear going in. But other than that, I'm hype as hell. I'm shaking the walls. If they really want to like make us happy, an hour and a half of uh, monster fighting, thirty minutes of humans. Let's do it. Please. You know what? Just have a uh, have all the monsters drop in on America via a uh, battle bus, and then they'll have a battle royale. You know, I was thinking the other day, I would love to see a destroy all monsters melee with the legendary monster versus kaiju. While we're here, one thing that I'm wanting, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise a lot, and I think it's fucking stupid that Godzilla or any of the Godzilla monsters haven't had a crossover with Monster Hunter yet. I think it's absolute bullshit. Hell, it's possible. A bunch of other crossovers with Monster Hunters. I mean, I don't see why. I mean, they literally say in 2014, we're Monster Hunters now. And I thought that that was funny considering that Monster Hunter Rise came out just a few days ago of this recording. Just do it. Just do it. Just make it to where I kill Godzilla. That's probably why they don't want it because they don't want to see Godzilla killed or something like that. Yeah. I imagine they kind of want to preserve the integrity of Godzilla just being the, the baddest mofo. So... You just ganging up to fight him would probably sort of have him, make him have less cred or something. But Or, I don't know, it might be too expensive to get his rights for a game. I don't know how that works. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Monster Hunter is like one of the biggest games in Japan. And I feel like Godzilla is pretty fucking big there as well. Yeah, just, just a feeling. I mean, Monster Hunter is so big that literally there are so many companies or there are so many businesses where so many employees have, were taking the day off for Monster Hunter Rise that a lot of companies just gave their the entire work, workforce a day off because so many people were leaving to take the get Monster Hunter the day it came out. All right. Well, I think that's kind of the heads and tails of the MonsterVerse. We're all big fans. We're all very much looking forward to Godzilla vs. Kong. And um, we're going to stand in this hill and say King of the Monsters was a kick-ass movie. And uh, come fight us. Square up in our DMs. We don't care. Oh, for sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if you do message me in the DMs, I'm just going to say... Godzilla, cool. You suck. That's all I'm going to say. Giant lizard. <laughs> breathe fire. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. You can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, and any RSS. Be catcher out there. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe on all those platforms. Helps us out. Keeps us high in the algorithm. Puts us in front of new people. And, of course, we all appreciate you when you do that. You can follow us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast. Facebook and Letterboxd at All You Can Hear, Twitch at twitch.tv slash All You Can Hear, and YouTube at All You Can Hear. And lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name, and my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. My name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 and John Odinson 12 on Letterboxd. My name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at Colt D00. Uh, make sure you take your Godzillas out to go pee-pee poopy. They're getting uh, a little, a little antsy. Uh, I'm Winslow. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Winslow. Can you follow my art Instagram at What a Winslow? Yeah, take your Godzillas and Ghidoras and Rodans and Mothras outside to go pee. 
All right, we'll be talking to you very soon, but keep an eye out for our right after review of Godzilla vs. Kong coming to you very soon. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.